All right, Patriots, hardliners, warriors for Christ, it's time to stand up and take your nation back. Are you ready? It's time to assemble. It's time to return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs and get Christ back in our heart where he belongs. They've crossed this line one too many times, and we are going to take this nation back once and for all. Isaiah 42, 13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war, he stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies, he shows his might, and that's what we will do here at his heart line. We will show his might. They have crossed this line for the last time. So let's take this nation back. Let's get started. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Happy to have you here on this Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. And they are the ones in the captain's chair. They are the ones that are in the seat behind the wheel. And they are steering us through this crazy, chaotic storm, storm that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here today. Uh, so today, what we're going to be talking about on the His Hardline discussion is, well, as it states in the title, avoid, excuse me, I can't even speak today, avoid the AVR train. Well, what is AVR? Well, AVR is Anna Von Wright. Now, she also has a couple other names, apparently, that she goes by. Kind of makes you wonder why. If you want to know more about who Anna is, AVR, we're just going to call her AVR from here on out in this show. You can go to national, www.national-assembly.net, and there is an extensive background check that is on there. It's in red font. You can find it on the uh, national page. If you scroll down, um, it'll say red alert, and it's all red font. If you click on that, it'll actually give you a full background check everything where she worked her husband other family members but specifically her her criminal background her husband yeah he has charges against him he he's been criminally charged for uh um i don't have it right directly in front of me but uh for child molestation basically sexual abuse of a child yeah yeah this is this is the same avr that people in the assembly are wrongfully following we're talking about the same avr who is severely misleading so many people the same avr who took the blood oath that i discussed yesterday in the his hardline quick look which should have really realistically been a discussion because that almost reached 45 minutes that was a pretty long topic, but there was a lot of information I needed to get out there before I went on to this one today. There's a lot of entities out there that tout themselves as the rightful National Assembly. What's the Assembly? If you're new to this and you're listening to this for the first time, go back to older episodes or you can go to the national-assembly.net webpage. Um, some of my podcasts have been, uh, uploaded. I don't own that website, by the way, somebody else does the, you know, that, that helps run the, you know, that's ahead of the national assembly and helps run it. They're not ahead of it, I should say, but they, uh, they do a lot more work. I should say they're more participatory in work than most people in the assembly. Um, but you could find the podcast there, but if you go to www.hishardline.com, um, you can, you can click the assembly link that I have on there. And there is a bunch of little mini media players that discuss very relevant topics within the assembly. And they're all dated of when I, when I recorded them. So if you're not familiar with the assembly, go check it out. But basically in a nutshell, what the assembly is, is we are getting our union of states together. We are settling our states and our counties. And what basically is happening is we are returning back to self-governance. We are returning what's called de jure jurisdiction, a lawful jurisdiction. We're returning back to the constitutional republic form of government. Excuse me for a moment while I readjust my seat and kind of my leg was starting to fall asleep here. 
But what we're doing, <clears throat> excuse me, we are returning to the the Republican form of government that we were always supposed to have. Right now, we have a mess called a democracy, as they call it. And I'm hating the fact that there's people out there that intertwine the word republic and democracy in the same sentence. It bugs the hell out of me. And I'm, if I'm going to be completely truthful and honest with you, because we are not a democracy because democracy is mob rule where 51% chooses what the 49% do not want. That is not how that works. And ultimately, what a democracy ends up leading to is ends up leading to socialism and communism. And then there you go. We all know what happens with those countries that have communism. So we have people like AVR. And it sickens me to even kind of classify her as people. But she is. We're all God's people. And we have to pray for individuals like this that hopefully that they turn down the righteous path. But I tell you, it is very hard for me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to kowtow towards that, away from that fact. It is very hard to pray for people like this that have a demonic soul that want to bring destruction to God's people. It's very, very. But again, I guess that's probably a good thing why I'm not God, because I would bring fire and fury against all these bad people. <laughs> that's just me, though. Again, probably reason why I'm immortal. But all kidding aside, there are a lot of entities out there that tout themselves as a national assembly or the rifle assembly. There's whatever AVR has, the I forgot what they call it, the American State National Assembly or some garbage like that. You can look that up. It, I mean, what she has, what she has, when you read it, technically is valid. But as far as Actual being the rightful assembly? No. In fact, the way that she leads you down, when you paper up as, I don't know why, this is like a very common um, verb that they use within their assembly called papering up. I mean, basically, in a nutshell, without getting into too much detail, because this is not what it's about, I'm not talking about the assembly today on this topic, but basically in her assembly, which again, she's the leader of, there's really no leader of an assembly, by the way, okay? A true rightful assembly all the people that are assembled, doesn't matter if you hold a an appointed office or a, an elected office or you're just a just basically a um, an assembly member who is in good standing just in general, right, without having elected or an appointed office. You all have the same voice. You all have the same um, level of participation, if that makes sense. There's no one leader. Yes, we have an interim president of the United States. Yes, we have an, you know, we have a, a, an interim speaker of the House. Yes, we have chief trustees in each state. Yes, we have all that. Because we are reseating the seats that have been sitting vacant since 1861. And in order to be a lawful, constitutional, Republican form of government, we had to bring back and reseat the seats that had been left sitting vacant since 1861 when Congress adjourned uh, their congressional session, signy die, which basically means they, they left, a certain portion of them left without setting a date to return. And so in order to, in, in, in thankfully, it was never extinguished or exterminated. And so what ended up happening in 1871, we had what was called the, you know, the governmental corporation that basically came in its place to provide basic services to the American people until the rightful Congress reseats those seats. Therefore, we were pretty much in a constitutional crisis all those years. We were infiltrated by foreign operators. AVR is one of those foreign operators. She is an agent of the Vatican, by the way. The Vatican is not a good place. And again, as I've often stated, yes, I am Catholic, but I have, I'm not oblivious to the facts. When you look at at the, I don't know what you want to call it. I don't even know if you if it's called an altar or what. But when you look at the main cathedral, I guess, if you will, where the Pope sits, and you do a big uh, zoomed out photo of that space, it looks like the snake head. It looks like the head of a snake. It's crazy. And then there's another area. I forgot where this is at. Maybe this is where the mass is conducted, I guess. There's this huge wooden structure. That looks like a bunch of like old driftwood kind of pieced together, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's it's really creepy looking by itself. But if you take half of that image, you know, if you take half of that sculpture and you 
eliminate half of it. And it doesn't matter which side, what half. I think it's the right half. If you get rid of the right half, I think it is. Maybe I stand corrected. But either way, you eliminate the right side of it and take the left side, duplicate it, but mirror it and fulfill what was eliminated from the right side. You got the head of Baphomet clear as day. I did it. I was curious. I was like, no, I heard somebody say this on another podcast. So I did it on my own with a uh, photo editor that I have. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, yeah, that is creepy. That's at the Vatican. One of the biggest reasons why I'm shying away from religion as, as a whole, because again, if it's, if it's, if it's a structure or institution made by, by my man, as far as, you know, when it comes to God and Christ, I'm not going to follow it. If it's, you know, political sides, I'm not going to follow it. I'm not going to follow a right or a left side. All these sides, if you will, are created to cause division amongst each other. And I'm not going to be a party to it anymore. We are created as one body of Christ with many different parts. And we're supposed to be united. These little demons don't unite us. They divide us. And this is what this AVR little serpent does. So if you go to her website, and I'm not trying to promote her website, but you know, I'm not just pulling this stuff out of thin air because I want everybody who listens to this to understand, to comprehend, excuse me, to comprehend because I do not require you to stand under me. Just FYI, when someone says, do you understand what they're saying is, do you stand under their authority? I have no authority, so I don't need you to understand me. But what I do need you to do is hear me loud and clear and comprehend what I'm reading to you. But if you go to her website, um, Anna, uh, wait, let me make sure I have it right. I don't want to do this wrong here. Uh, well, anyway, here, 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 if you go to Google, okay, I'm not even give her website. I'm not, I'm not even going to do that because I'm not promoting her bull crap. But if you go to Google, which I know Google's evil, but whatever, it'll pull up. You type in A N N A space V O N space R E I T Z. And then type blood oath next to it. Blood oath fulfilled. It'll pull up her website and you can go right to the article. These are her own words. These are not my words. Just so I'm clear. These are her words. Just like what I read yesterday with the Jesuit fourth vow, a.k.a. the blood oath that many of them often decline or deny even exist. I'm going to read what she wrote. It's a three-page PDF. It's not going to be too terribly long. I'll try to keep this somewhat brief because I do have to get ready because I have a funeral I have to attend. But this is what she writes in her article. And she writes articles every day. She writes, and it's by Anna Von Reitz. has her picture right here. She lives in Alaska, by the way. Very interesting. She proclaims to be a justice of the peace, but she is not recognized. Figure that one out. All right, here's what it says. <clears throat> and, and, and just for the record, before I even get started, let me pause myself again. The reason I'm reading this, she is causing so much strife with the assemblies. There's a lot of different assemblies, and that's kind of the point I was making at before. There's so many different entities out there that cl claim to be the rightful assembly. There's Light Force. There's her American State National Assembly, whatever it is. There's so many different types of entities out there that claim that they're assembly. But let me sit here and tell you, if you go on the national-assembly.net webpage, I'm going to tell you if you actually do some research, and this is one of the reasons why I also do the podcast in case people can't do the research or read. But if you do your own research and read the documents, actual authentic documents that, you know, have, you know, autographs that are redacted because, you know, there still has to be some protection of the people that, you know, sent these documentation to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Pentagon and the military. Because here's the thing. We have control of the military now, okay? The UN had control of the military, not anymore. The National Assembly does, okay? The rightful people in assembly do. And I'm not going to say who, but there are people within the assembly that are um, from a military background that have been dealing with, that have been at this fight for a very, very long time. But there is also a huge, huge, huge portion of the assembly that are all sovereign Americans that make up the assembly. And that ultimately is who really is in charge, not the military. The military helped give us the tools to return back to the constitutional Republican form of government. And it came through the form of a field training manual that was produced and destroyed, by the way. So it was produced, but then whoever um, 
I forget, I don't know who, who the military produced it, but who destroyed it was FDR because it had a lot of positive references about a, a you know a republic and had a lot of negative references toward a democracy. And we're going to be talking about that more in future shows here on the quick look, because I'm going to be going over little excerpts out of that. I've been reading that field training manual, but ultimately General Douglas MacArthur studied under this manual. And then he handpicked some of the brightest special forces operators in out there in the military and trained them up on this manual. And, and from that point forward conducted what was called operation restore America. I believe it was also called Operation Blue Book, not Blue Beam, Blue Book. And so because of why the assembly exists today has everything to do with this field training manual, restoring America back to the republic that it needed to be because General Douglas MacArthur was very fully well aware of the hijacking of our nation that took place in the late 1800s. So I say all of that to say this. I can't sit here and and tell you till I'm blue in the face that what you're listening to or what you're getting involved with by becoming an assembly member with the National Assembly is the right choice for you. Listen, vet us. I vetted them. I vetted the assembly for three months before I, I jumped all in because I wanted to make sure what I was getting involved with, A, wasn't a cult. B, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't um, the wrong type of organization that would get me arrested. And by the way, nobody within our assembly has been arrested, by the way. But if you look at some of people from other quote-unquote assemblies, yeah, they've been arrested. Why? Because they're not valid. We have validation, folks. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And that's why I do the podcast. So I do the research. I read these documents. I talk to some of these sources that have the higher level intel. And I try to put it out there in such a fashion to where... A, it's safe, number one, because obviously there's some things that can't be discussed for obvious reasons because there's a lot going on in the background with which comes with the territory of having our country restored and regaining our freedom and our sovereignty once again as independent states and as sovereign people. AVR is one of the operators and agents of the Vatican who really does her best to thwart that progress. And she did a damn good job in 2019, by the way. She screwed the National Assembly. And I'll get more into that in later topics down the road. But let's get into what she read or wrote out of her own words. Again, you can find this. Go to Google, wherever, any any search engine. Type in Anna von Wright's Blood Oath Fulfilled. And you'll it'll come up with the PDF, the article, out of her own words. And this is what it reads. Yes, I have a blood oath standing. On the altar of the Universal Catholic Church, please note that the Universal Catholic Church is not the Roman Catholic Church, but the far, far greater church at large. My blood oath clearly states to you, as it did to Cardinal George of Chicago, hmm, and we were just reading something regarding the Chicago Church, uh, a Catholic Church in Chicago in the last show. And you can see the actual letter addressed to him that is part of my archive at www.annavonrights.com that I was putting my life and soul at risk to bring forward the great fraud against the American states and people for remedy. Let's pause there for a second. See, this is very interesting. See, one thing you got to remember about Satan and his little demons, <clears throat> they use words in such a way that seems like, okay, that seems like, it's a good thing, but when you really reread it and slow down your reading and look at it from the perspective of her being an agent of the Vatican, a foreign operator, looking to subvert the, the progress of the rightful assembly of this nation, you comprehend it in a different light. Let me reread this. That I was putting my life and soul at risk to bring forward the great fraud. I'm going to break this up. So what she's saying is she put her life and soul at risk to bring forward, forward the great fraud, for some reason, capital G, capital F, in her article, the great fraud against the American states and people for remedy. 
Well, you might say, well, Jason, she says for remedy. Yet for remedy for who? She says she's bringing forward the great fraud against the American states and people for remedy. For remedy for the Vatican? For the New World Order? The, or the New World, you know, the New, the Nazi World Order? Who is she bringing this remedy to? Because everything she's doing is killing our republic. Continuing. She continues to write, In fact, under the ecclesiastical court rules, nobody who isn't prepared to hazard their own life and soul against me in this matter is allowed to offer rebuttal, and nobody has. That's bullcrap, by the way. Not a peep in rebuttal or denial of what I have said about the cheating and defrauding and press gang ganging and breach of trust against the American states and people has ever been heard in the years since I placed my blood oath before the Vatican Chancery, Chancery Court in the Holy See. And I am sure that no such denial or rebuttal will ever be made because what I have said is true and verifiable. That's all false. Anyone who tried to come against me would lose not only the argument, but would burn in eternal hell according to Catholic doctrine for placing my life and soul at risk for the sake of a self-interested lie. It's like playing poker. When the bid is insurmountably high, nobody takes it, and I place the bid insurmountably high for the sake of the trust and my country and my countrymen and my true Lord, which she spelt capital T, true Lord Jesus, who is not dead and not a dead body either. Oh, these Satanists are so terrible. The Bible teaches that the soul is in the blood. Um, last I checked, side note, and I read a lot of Bible. Again, I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm not ordained. I'm not a deacon, anything like that. But what I will say is I'm pretty certain the soul is not in the blood. What I do read is life is in the blood. I have never once read anywhere that the soul is in the blood. No. So I don't know where she's getting that from. Probably their little satanic little Bible, their little black Bible. Continuing, so when you seal testimony in blood, it is sealing the truth of it with your soul. Ugh, these freaking people, I tell you. This is what they do in Hollywood, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they do in Hollywood and the music industry. When they say you sign your life, you sign your soul over the devil, this is what they do. This, this, this blood oath, this is exactly what they do. You know, you, you sign contracts and you basically enslave yourself to these entities. Continuing, most of you have been deposed or given statements before notary republics or vows before clergymen, promises that you have made of the best of your ability, oaths to tell the truth under penalty or per of perjury in admiralty courts, which basically that's the law of the sea, ladies and gentlemen, continuing. Affirmations of truth in civil courts, and all of this is accepted as normal due process that people should be held accountable for telling the truth and should give some sign of consent to be punished if they are found to be willfully prevaricating second page when you seal testimony in blood before the highest ecclesiastical and equity court in the world and you are bringing charges against the roman pontiffs and british monarchs for fraud theft and breach of trust and commercial contract for the last 150 years you had better believe that you have to post a bond backing your testimony in the most absolute and unequivocal terms possible a blood oath mm-hmm I knowingly, willingly hazarded my life. See, I'm going to pause for a second. If you hazarded your own life, if you have to hazard your own life, that's not a design God made. That's not something God wants you to do. He does not want you to hazard your own life. He wants you to respect your life. He wants you to protect your life and life of others. He wants you to guard your temple. 
your life, your body, that's your temple. He doesn't want you to hazard anything. He doesn't want you to hazard your life, your soul, your body temple. No. I knowingly, willingly hazarded my life in eternal soul as punishment for any willful lie. But I also called the cardinals, pontiffs, and monarchs on the carpet under the same risk. The fact that no one, not one of them offered as such as a, so much as a whisper, excuse me, the fact that not one of them offered as much as a whisper ever in rebuttal tells you that what I have said is true and that my judgment in the matter stands as the law biting upon the court, the Holy See, and their property managers at the Vatican, and also upon their vassal lords. They quite literally have nothing to say and therefore have to accept my decisions and pay whatever remedy I demand. Yes, it does sound like a big, big ego. <laughs> There's somebody on the chat board, Tara. Continuing, my decision was to redeem the kingdom of God they created in the name of the kingdom of heaven, which is my Lord's and founded on his love, his blood, his soul, his rule of peace, his law of love, and his father's law of free will. It's funny, just a little side note, if you know who Noah or Yuval, Noah Yuval Harari is, he apparently says free will is, is a myth. He doesn't believe in free will. He's an atheist, of course, who likes to do the, de you know, the devil's work. I digress. Continuing on. She continues to write, the world is so utterly messed up, so violent, so confused, so deluded, so full of excrement and idolatry and vengeance and stupidity and lies of every kind that uh, it must be made, remade in a different form. Okay, let's pause there for a second. Let's read that whole sentence again. First off, I'm going to point out, what do you mean it must be remade in a different form? The world is so utterly messed up, so violent, so confused, so deluded, so full of excrement and idolatry and vengeance and stupidity and lies of every kind that it must be made, remade in a different form. So you want to remake violence? You want to remake confusion? You want to remake excrement and idolatry and vengeance and stupidity and lies? You want to remake all that in a different form? Well, what's that different form look like? Again, watch the words. These words are so very much important, ladies and gentlemen. They, they, this is very, this is how the devil works. Continuing. The old paradigm of the Holy See was pagan in origin and based on the doctrine of, uh, was based on the doctrine of scarcity. What are we, I'm going to pause right there too, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to dissect this as I read, because I'm not going to reread this and then dissect it. I'm not going to put myself through that hell. The old paradigm of the Holy See was pagan in origin and based on the doctrine of scarcity. What are we seeing today, ladies and gentlemen? What are we seeing at our grocery stores? We are seeing scarcity with baby formula, with women's feminine hygiene products, with peanut butter, with other food. I mean, you walk down your local grocery aisle, looks in, at least in Michigan anyways, and I know there's other reports across the country. We are seeing scarcity of many different um, resources. On the East Coast, scarcity of diesel and DEF, diesel exhaust fluid. I mean, this is this is what they want. They control people by creating scarcity. So again, I'm going to reread what she just wrote. The old paradigm of the Holy See was, was pagan in origin and based on the doctrine of scarcity. Okay. A cruel yoke which presumes that everyone is guilty and that there is never enough of anything good. Well, that's bullcrap. There's always enough of everything good. That's what happens when we work together as a united people. Now, continuing on, she writes, as a result, all commercial economies were reduced to begin, or excuse me, all economies were reduced to being run on a premise of eternal debt and indebtedness. One could only pay one's debts with more debts, sins with more sins, conflicts with more conflicts, until physical death released us from the hell hole that Satan and his servants made of it. See, and that makes and that makes no sense. It's saying like you're going to cure cancer with more cancer. Okay. Okay. 
Continuing on, thus, they had determined to live and force everyone else to live until such a time as a physical manifestation of Jesus appeared and released the prisoners and redeemed the kingdom. That has now been done. Against all odds, I have appeared at his fiduciary, fulfilled the law of the prophets, bound Satan. Yeah, I'm sure you bound Satan. And my Lord has put him under my feet according to his will, according to his word. The new paradigm of the Holy See is to be made holy in the image of Jesus and based on the doctrine of abundance, wherein every being is deemed innocent and there is enough of all things for men to live in peace and in the enjoyment of their own homes and where there is no such thing as debt held against us. It all seems to make sense when she writes this. Continuing. Instead... There will be credit afforded us more than enough to fulfill the needs of every man. Now, think about that. Instead, there will be more credit afforded us. Okay, when you think of the word credit, a lot of people typically often divert to credit cards. Well, credit cards put you in another form of debt. So what they're basically saying that I see here, they're going to take you from one form of debt and move you into another debt enslavement system known as credit. Again, it, it, it let's just continue on. This is, <laughs> I can't even sometimes, I can't even bear to read this garbage. So instead, there will be a, there will be credit afforded us more than enough to fulfill the needs of every man, woman, and child, more than enough to build each community, clean up the environmental damage, and ensure that there is no longer any need for war and hunger or want or disease or death or crying. Sure, sounds all good. But again, back to that whole credit thing. The entire debt-based system is being reversed and henceforth for 1,000 years it shall stand until the final test and the Lord of heaven comes again. I'm going to pause here. you got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are legitimately, without question, at war against principalities, a war against good and evil. Continuing, your only requirement will be made, will be to keep the peace, love yourself and others equally, and respect the free will of others insofar as it hurts nothing. Last page. I would beg each one of you to make it your business to get up each day and make this world a better place by whatever means you have, both small and great. Beyond that, there is no true law, for our Father does not demand that you worship him. Wait, what? I just caught that. Beyond that, there is no true law for our Father. Wait. Beyond that, there is no true law for our Father does not demand that you worship Him. Okay. Though I say that all those who live and breathe and have their being in Him ought to worship our Father, for in all there is, there is nothing more or else or apart from Him to worship, and so all else is delusion, a matter of worshiping the creation instead of the Creator, or worshiping only a part of Him as if He could be separated from Himself. Please bear in mind that aside from my willingness to serve him, I have no great merit of my own. It is his merit that has established the kingdom of heaven, his wisdom that established its law, and his credit which pays all debts forevermore. It is the most humble of the most high who has won everlasting victory, and it is in his name and the name of the kingdom that I have come to set my blood upon the cornerstone in defiance of the lie and the liars. Hmm. So this is the meaning of my, quote, blood oath. And this is why it was required of me. Well, who required it? I like to ask that question. Who required it, Anna? 
and this is why it was required of me and also all the many other years in ways of trial that brought me. Those who are afraid of my blood oath have cause to be afraid, for it stands against their master and his demons. And what's I, what I find interesting is they capitalized master, or she capitalized master with a capital M. And all, because again, he is little, he is insignificant. Any title given to Satan should never have a capital D. At least that's my opinion anyways. I don't know what the official rules are with writing and all that stuff. But again, there's a lot of power in words and writing. So I don't know. I'm still learning a lot myself. Um, let's see here. And all those who secretly serve him as the entrance to their grave, those who say that I have acted as an agent of the Vatican, which you are, Anna, mistake my role in place, for I have not come to argue with property managers, but to contend for the throne of grace. Surely you have heard all your lives of evil in high places. Yeah, like at the Vatican, the one that you did your blood oath at. Surely continues to say, surely you have wondered how such evil could be overthrown. How? But for the truth, issuing forth from his mouth, who first named them the synagogue of Satan? How? But for the willingness of living flesh to obey him and contest in the realm of the spirit against the princes of the air. I am only a foot soldier of the true Lord, the equivalent of the lowly lieutenant Colonel, try to imagine the glory that comes after, question mark. And it says, a little side note, just says, see this article and over 500 others on, Anna web, on Anna's website here at www.annavonrights.com to support this work. Look for the PayPal button on this website. Don't put money to this little demon. Don't. You may be listening to that, and, that, and that, that's the whole thing. And you might be thinking, well, Jason, a lot of what she what she wrote sounds like it makes sense. Yeah, except the blood oath part. I'm sorry, not sorry. I've never, ever heard of any follower of Christ in God spill their own blood for an oath on behalf of Christ and God. No. Again, you got the Bible is very clear on this message. Many will come in, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, but many will come in the name of Christ and God, purposely there to cause stumbling, confusion, to spread lies. I mean, it's said in the Bible, we're going to live in days where good is bad and bad is good, perceived as good, right? Where, where bad is perceived as good and good is perceived as bad. People exchange truth for lies and lies for truth. Light for dark, dark for, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the total inversion of God's perfect design. We are living in those days. There is an inversion of everything, and Satan is out in full force with all his little demon buddies and pushing this mass agenda now. I mean, they're out in the open on commercials, on TV, on billboards, on the side of the highway, with Drag Queen Story Hour, with freaking this one month full of LGBT freaking sodomy pride month bulk nonsense crap. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I get so pissed. So pissed with self-righteousness within my being when I when I see the atrocities that are happening against God, these abominations that are occurring that God very well clearly told us and warned us about. Like I read in the last show, 1% or less with him in Romans. What did I read? Well, where it says, therefore God gave them over to their lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. 
for they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. I'm not going to reread all that, but you can go back on the last show and listen if you want. Here's the thing. Anybody out there that is following AVR's quote-unquote assembly, I'm going to tell you right now, don't sign anything. Because here's the thing. If you paper up, as they call it, you sign her documentation, not the rightful one that's internationally known within our National Assembly by the Hague, okay, the JCO, the Jural Covenant of Office. But you sign her paperwork, I'm going to tell you right now, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. You have no idea that what you sign can never be reversed if you get involved with her assembly and if you ever find out that you have been duped and you will there have been many that walked away from her assembly and and let me let me be clear there have been many that have walked away from the national assembly too and there's reasons behind that because they tried acting on their own um authority they tried you know doing things as lone wolves i mean there's there's many reasons why people walk away from both but i'm going to tell you this though you walk if you realize that you've been duped by her by joining her assembly and you try to join the rightful assembly the national assembly i'm going to tell you you're not going to be able to for lawful reasons okay if you want to be a part of something big, you do not get involved with AVR. And I mean this with all the love and sincerity in my heart, ladies and gentlemen. I'm serious. My mom almost got involved with the wrong assembly. She followed and listened in on the phone calls as a guest that they have every week. And I kept telling her, I said, Ma, that's not the one. You, you got to pull away. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, I would never ever get my family members, my wife, my daughter, I would never get my family members involved with something that would be so detrimental and, and, and damaging on so many levels as to get involved with something like her and her group that she calls the American National Assembly or whatever it is. She's got a lot of funding from people in high places and she has been doing a very damn good job truth be told, of thwarting the progress of the rightful assembly. You want to know why there's such a huge move to kill the true national assembly? Because when we finally get back to self-governance, true self-governance, where we create, we limit our large corporate government to small, limited government the way it was supposed to be, we have control over our own lives. Never anyone or anything is supposed to be more powerful above us other than God, the Creator, Almighty. And so, all I'm going to tell you, folks, I could tell you till I'm blue in the face. Don't sign up for AVRs assembly or any assembly for that matter, except the rightful one. But when you come over to the rightful assembly, vet us, do your own research. Don't just follow blindly. I never encourage blind following. Do your own homework. We validate everything with proof and evidence. AVR gets so, excuse me, pissed off because Destry calls her out so much on so many different things and so many spit fire at him. Like, well, you always come after her. You need to stop that. Well, no, if we didn't ask questions and asked her to validate the things that she claims, and which, by the way, she can't validate and never has, and she'll never will. I'm not, we're not going to blindly follow her. That's a cult. No. 
And if you listen to the show yesterday on the His Hardline Quick Look, which is now officially five minutes less than what we're at right now currently at the present time, <laughs> that should have been a His Hardline discussion. That was a long episode. But if you listen to the His Hardline Quick Look where it's titled Jesuit Blood Oath, and then you come back and listen to this, I think you might be able to make a connection there. And you might be able to make a connection from what was discussed yesterday versus what blood oath she took today. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I have never heard of any type of blood oath in any religion, especially the Catholic Church. I've never heard of any of that. But again, remember, we're talking about levels very, very high up. Just like people that are involved with the Masonic Lodge. Masons are not very good on the high levels. When you get up to the high degree levels, I guess, like especially when you're like a 33rd degree Mason, right? Which I think is like the top. But people that are on the bottom, they truly get involved with the Masonic Lodge because they believe that they're doing good for their community. And in many times they probably are. But as you get further along in the levels and you move up the hierarchy, if you will, of, well, a ladder of demons, you know, the Satan's BS, you start getting into levels of very weird demonic worship and just very bad stuff. I, I, I'm just, I'm not even going to get into it because I don't even want to think about it. And the same thing is within the Catholic faith and the Catholic religion. Yeah, you got your churches on the local level, and they're all probably good. My parishioners that are mostly all good. But as you start getting to the higher levels, all the way up to the Vatican, you better believe Satan is at work and probably a resident in these areas. You better believe there's pedophilia probably going on within the Vatican. You better believe there's probably child sacrificing, unfortunately, within the walls of the Vatican City. And that's another thing. It's so funny. We're always, we're always shamed by the left. You, we should not be building walls at our southern border. That's racist and xenophobic and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, but it's okay for Vatican City to build a huge entire wall around their country, the little 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 area or other countries for that matter. Like th this is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is the hypocrisy that, that we have to call out. So that is basically avoid the AVR train in a nutshell. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, the His Hardline Quick Look, it's titled Jesuit Blood Oath. Look it up. Listen to that. It's about 40 minutes long, 40, 39, 40, right around there, 40 minutes. And then come back and re-listen to this again. You'll you'll draw some connections. You'll, you'll, you'll connect some dots. So with that, we're going to end with the warrior's prayer that I have pre-recorded. I love this. So I'm going to play this real quick before we close this out. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel, so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hand, so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen, indeed.
And so remember, here at His Heart Line, there are many lines that we will not let the enemy cross. They've crossed way too many lines. And this is yet just another line that they continuously try to cross. No more. No more. We will stand firm. We will stand steadfast. And we will be uncompromising. Because that is what we have to do here at His Hard Line. And not just here at His Hard Line, but in our lives in general. Stand firm. Stand steadfast. And stand uncompromised against the enemy. Wield that sort of spirit. Invite Christ daily into your heart. Because when you have Christ in your heart and you stand face-to-face against evil, it will not touch you. You have the armor of God. So with that, I want to say I hope you all have a blessed day, a blessed night if you're on the other side of the world where the sun is set. I hope that you all have peace and prosperity and abundance because that is what we are meant to have. Not the scarcity, not fear. And we will be redeemed. We will see our time come where a lot of evil will be wiped off the face of the earth. And we will have our true thousand years of peace. Not that thousand years that she's talking about in her little letter. So I hope you all have a blessed day or a blessed night. And until then or the next time, we will be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here for another His Heartline discussion. Don't forget to share this website, www.hisheartline.com. Share this podcast far and wide. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. It's time to take this nation back and return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs. Thank you for joining us again, and come back again. Have a blessed night.